Alright, race fans, welcome to the Caution Flag Contemplations Podcast with Casper the host. This is your home for all the racing news and nonsense you actually need. Whether you're here for some dirty talk or the juicy details of my asphalt affair, just remember this show is by fan for the fans. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Calling all iRacers. This is an emergency alert. For those of you that have paint schemes that make you look slow, there is only one place to go, and that will be RockyTopRaceWraps.com. For all of your iRacing needs, you guys know the faster it looks, the faster it goes. A good wrap will add at least 15 horsepower. I've heard that some of the wraps from Rocky Top Race Wraps add up to 97 horsepower. So I recommend you head on over there. Look at uh, RockyTopRaceWraps.com. Be sure to uh, send them a message. And, uh, hey, they might give you a deal if you mention the podcast. I don't know. I don't know. They might. They probably will. But uh, head on over there. uh, Get some help making your ride look nice. Thanks. All right, all right, all right. Welcome into the Caution Flag Contemplations podcast, my friends. It has been a while. Obviously, I've kind of missed my weekly shows uh this week i appreciate you all tuning in uh we are definitely gonna have to make some changes to the caution flag contemplation show um i've really enjoyed what i've been doing however it has taken up a lot of time y'all it's taken a lot of time so um we're gonna change it up a little bit we're gonna try something different for a little bit i am going to make an effort to put out a podcast approximately once a week um, I have not decided what day I'm going to set it on, but, um, I'm going to try to put out a podcast once a week and, um, more than likely on Monday morning. And, um, we're going to change it up a little bit. We're not just going to do, uh, race recaps and, um, stuff like that. We're not going to go straight into race recaps. Um, kind of go, we're not going to go over the, the statisticals, as I like to say, um, we're going to just kind of talk about what's going on overall in the racing world and the topics I want to talk about for the week. Um, and we'll pick from dirt and asphalt. We're just going to make it one show. Um, I do hope to do a little bit better as far as some of the race reaction live type things. I'm going to try to do better to get that content posted for you in videos or tweets, particularly tweets, guys. If you guys are not following me, follow me at CC. C contemplations uh on twitter i'm probably going to try to change that handle up here pretty soon but right now it's at C contemplations on twitter uh, i'm going to try to get something a little bit more usable for y'all to remember um we may rename the podcast i'm not sure i'm not sure exactly what we're going to do i'm kind of talking to all you my my dedicated listeners out there but i would like to keep the podcast so that when i want to go on these rants i can still do my rants um and I'd also like to keep the podcast because I'm a, I'm a podcast listener, and um, I, I think it's fun, and there's a few of you who have listened regularly to all my shows, and I really appreciate you all um, for listening, and um, until all of you quit listening, I'm going to try to continue to put something out, like I said, at least once a week. However, uh, I am not going to be doing three shows a week. I'm not going to be doing Friday previews on here. I'm going to 
change the show format up a little bit. We're not going to go to um, doing all of the the race reviews and stats, stats and recaps and all that. I was just kind of going to talk about the news topics that I want to talk about um, for the week. And, um, you know, we might throw some of those things in, but we're going to try to stay away from like the detailed lap by lap, caution by caution uh, race recaps. So um, if you guys like to find those, I recommend the best place to find those is on YouTube. Um, usually, if you just search it, they have about a six minute replay for all the races, basically give you everything you need to know. So, um, you know, other there's also obviously plenty of other podcasts out there you guys can listen to, as you well know, um, and I'm sure you do listen to. But please be sure to tune in to my Twitter um, and to my YouTube page. I have not posted really anything on my YouTube page at all, but I plan to start working on that and TikTok as well. My Twitter is, like I said, at uh, C Contemplations. Uh, my YouTube page is. Make sure I get it right for you guys. It is at Caution Flag Contemplations. Um, and my TikTok is Casper943. So um, those are kind of the places if you'd like to see some of the more like their picks and stuff like that. Uh, and the race recaps, reactions, comments. Look, look in those locations for those. I'm going to try to post those more there. Uh, it's just a little bit easier. I can post them for my phone and... Um, doesn't take quite as much time uh, on the back end. So uh, I'm going to be working on that. Uh, obviously, I really enjoyed the show, and I hope you enjoy doing it. It, it. You know, it's very relaxing for me to make this show. So I um, hope you guys are, have been missing me. I'm sorry I hadn't been here. But uh, anyways, other than that, going forwards. <coughs> Excuse me. By the way, I've been sick this week as well. That's also a reason I hadn't made a show. Uh, until now, it's Saturday when I'm recording this show. But um, we'll kind of go over a couple things real quick. We had Talladega last weekend. The return of Chase Elliott, Talladega. I thought he was going to win the race. I was hoping he was going to win the race. I didn't really think he was going to win the race. I was hoping he was going to win the race, but it didn't work out that way. Um, but one thing I did want to point out, uh, I've got a couple of um, uh, lollipop chickens out there. Um, or chicken lollipops, you know what I'm saying? And um, that have been saying, Oh, Josh Berry, so much better than Chase Elliott. Oh my god, Josh Berry, so Chase Elliott sucks. He just got a name, he can't drive fire in my. I just want you guys to know, I believe Chase Elliott now in his two races back has finished ninth and 13th. Um, and Josh Berry's average finish was uh, 17th in his five races. So now that Chase has been back for two races, he has a better average finish than Josh Berry uh, since he's been back. Not to mention before he missed, um, he had the Daytona 500, which he crashed in, then he finished second to Kyle Busch at California. So uh, pretty good on the year for Chase uh, overall average finish-wise. So uh, for those of you that want to continue that Josh Berry argument, let me know, um, especially after uh, Dover. Because uh, Chase is going to win Dover. I'm recording this before Dover, but I'm telling you Chase is going to win Dover. Probably on Monday during the rain. So uh, I think it's going to rain on Sunday, and I think that uh, they're going to race it Monday, and Chase is going to win. Just like he did last year. So um, Chase is a good rain, rain out date, makeup date driver, because um, he really wants to get to his plane and get out of town. He's also pretty good on those concrete tracks. Obviously, he won at Nashville and Dover last year, two of the concrete tracks we race on. Um, 
So I expect him to be up there. I also want to make the point that in his return, he scored 44 points in the race at Talladega, which was more than any other driver, including your winner, Kyle Busch, uh, because of his finishes in the uh, two stages. I believe he finished first and second or something like that. Uh, I thought he was going to win too, but he kind of got squeezed there at the end. He might have finished third in the second stage, but um, he ran good all race, broken leg and all. So, uh, yeah, Chase is back, just so y'all know. I know NASCAR had commercials, but uh, for all you crybabies out there that complain about the commercials and the fact that he was coming back, he's back. He's take, kicking butt and taking names. All right, moving on. So, another thing we need to talk about, and this is... You know, the last episode I posted was called, I think I titled it something clickbaity, like, you know, NASCAR Red Alert or something like that. And I basically told you all that NASCAR needs to be on alert because why would anybody in their right mind run the Cup Series um, from an advertising standpoint, from a fun standpoint? Like, why? I know that they make more money there with the charter system and all that, and that's where all the money's at, but... The racing is no good, okay? It is no bueno. It's it's awful, in fact. It's terrible. Um, Talladega. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm trying to put up the red, like the emergency. We need to do something flag here, okay? That's why, that's why I'm talking this negativity. I will still watch every race because I'm, I'm a dedicated fan and all, but I'm, I'm trying to explain to you guys, like, we have a major problem at talladega you watch the xfinity race on saturday there's all kinds of wild wrecks scary stuff you know what i'm saying it was scary uh blaine perkins obviously got pretty well hurt daniel hemrick's wreck was riding he's riding the fence guys he's riding on the fence up in the air for a while then he slid like a half mile on his roof like that's scary stuff but that's what talladega used to be um not saying i want to have the wrecks like that but Here's the deal. Those wrecks were caused because they were running in a pack three wide. The Xfinity cars have a raceable package at Daytona and Talladega. They can run three lines. If you guys watched the Fox TV broadcast, you heard Clint Boyer and Mike Joy act like the Cup guys were able to get you know that third line on the outside going. And um, that was all a lie for those of you that you know don't really understand. Like I'm telling you, that was a lie. The only reason that third line got going is because the inside guys were trying to save gas because it's fuel mileage race now on super speedways. It's a joke. Um, you can't make passes um, and all that. I've listened to some other podcasts, and everybody—I mean, everybody—that's a NASCAR fan basically knows that's the problem with super speedway racing right now. Is it's essentially because you can't have three lanes, and you can't pass. It's a track position game about where you're at in the pack. And um, a lot of people have said that we should just kill the stage breaks. Like, no, let's not throw the caution around the stage breaks. And I'm okay with that, honestly. I'm I'm okay with that every weekend. Um, we can talk about that another day, but I'm okay with that every weekend. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, Super Speedway package sucks. The guys can't pass, man. If we can't pass on a Super Speedway, it's not exciting. We They can hardly go two lanes. I mean, really, they can hardly go two lanes. Um, and you watch the Xfinity race on Saturday, and you're like, man, that was a great race. And then you're like, oh, Sunday. Sunday's never going to be anywhere close to that. Um, sure enough, woke up and watched them play slot cars on Sunday. Um, 
it's difficult. It's difficult as a fan to watch that for me because I am openly not a a quote unquote plate race guy. I don't love Daytona and Talladega, but I have actually kind of grown to love Talladega, not Daytona as much, but I love Talladega. And um, I've been there. There's nothing like going to Talladega. I'm not going to say it's the best race you can attend, but the party there is just different, and it hits different, you know? But Talladega weekend, if you're sitting and watching this thing from the couch or at the racetrack either way, you know the race on Sunday is not going to be as good as the race on Saturday. Does that, I, I don't, does that seem like a problem to you all? I mean, it seems like a problem to me. I, you know, I'm not uh, the owner of NASCAR or anything, but it seems like a problem to me. Um, you know, when we have Major League and Minor League Baseball, you know, my ba- Major League Baseball is better to watch. You know why? Because they throw harder, they run faster, they hit harder. They have more talent, and they the athletes are better. Okay, they have they have, they play with the same fields and the same balls and the same bats, but like the athletes are better. Well, in theory, in the you know the Cup Series and Xfinity Series, we should be looking at the Cup Series, and it should be better because the drivers and the athletes should be better, right? We used to give them, you know, 200 more horsepower than the Xfinity Series. And um, you could see the difference in that talent. Because when those guys would go up from the Xfinity Series, they'd wreck. They would get in the gas and they would wreck. Um, Super Speedways is not necessarily so much getting the gas and wreck. But, you know, just couldn't hang. They're not The cars were a little bit looser. And you had so much more talent in the field that, you know, it's just better. Um, the problem that NASCAR has to face going into 2024, this is not a problem fixable in 2023, and I understand that, but the problem that they have to face, the ugly truth, the big elephant in the room is the fact that the Xfinity cars race better than the Cup cars. All right, I've seen it again today. Today is Saturday. I've already watched the uh, Xfinity race at Dover today. Um, it wasn't caution-filled, it had a long green run at the end. Ryan Truex pretty much dominated the race. And I, I love that race. It was a great race. Austin Hill and Ryan Truex on the restart raced a little bit. Um, the few times that, you know, anytime there was guys racing, they could race each other. In the cars, they can race each other. You can pull up behind somebody, take the air off their spoiler, and then outdrive them. You can race them. You can't even, you can't race in the cars we got now. In the Cup Series? I mean, like I know tomorrow when I wake up to watch the cup race, it's which is not they're not racing on Sunday. It's gonna rain, trust me. But you know, when I wake up on Sunday to watch the cup race, I know I'm not gonna see as good of a race as far as the actual racing passing quality as I did in the Xfinity race today. If you're not a dedicated fan, why would you turn it on? I mean, you know, you get these three o'clock start times on Sundays. Everybody would be rather taking a nap and get ready for work on Monday. Um, and the racing's better on Saturday. So just watch Saturday and move on. I mean, I would, <laughs> if I'm a Cup Series driver right now, which we're going to get into this, but if, I, if I'm a Cup Series driver right now, why 
why race the Cup Series? I mean, I, you know, the obvious answer is for the money because they, they're going to make more because there's more advertising. I get it. But if I'm a driver that has a lot of talent and enjoys racing, because if I'm a racer, if I'm not a driver, if I'm a racer like a Kyle Larson, if I'm a racer, if in my heart all I want to do is race and race better than everybody and beat everybody and I want people to know that I'm the best racer out there, why would I run in the Cup Series other than because I need the paycheck? They're locked into racing it because of the paycheck. So, you you know, my argument I'm about to make is obviously overshadowed by that. But I would like to, to see a poll. And somebody from The Athletic could do this poll. Jordan or Jeff could do this. And it would be a great thing. Or, you know, hey, even if somebody like, you know, somebody inside dirt or inside asphalt or inside circle track wants to do this thing, do it. Like, um, poll all the drivers and ask them. Which car would you rather drive? Uh, every Cup Series driver and every Xfinity Series driver. Which car would you rather drive, and why? And I, I mean, I, I would like to, you know, obviously you're gonna go through the which car first, let them pick the car, and then read the why if you feel like you need to. But um, I feel like the Cup Series guys will tell you they'd rather drive the Xfinity car. You might have guys in the Xfinity Series say they'd rather drive the Cup car because that's where they make more money and it's the top. But as far as the racing goes, that's not why they'd rather drive the Cup car. I mean, the Xfinity cars have, what, 700 horsepower, 650, something like that. Cup cars have, what, 550, 650, but they have, you know, 27-inch wide tires and you know, 8 million pounds of downforce going down the straightaway. Like, they're underpowered. For how much tire they have, they're underpowered. You can't, they don't drive the cars. I mean, there's no manhandling race cars out there anymore. And if you do, you just downshift and roll on, on even on a short track. I mean, it's just, <sighs> it's frustrating to watch. I meant what I said last week when I said, what is stopping Dale Jr.? Justin Marks, Jeff Burton, and that whole group from just going and and getting deals with a mile and a half tracks and saying, "Okay, hey, we're gonna we're gonna build these cars up and we're gonna run them on mile and a half." What is to stop them from that? I mean, what what is stopping them from doing that? Like it's <clears throat> it's a complete joke. Like I mean, I I just don't know. <laughs> uh. What you guys, why NASCAR, why, what do we need NASCAR for? What do we effing need NASCAR for? I mean, NASCAR, this is a red emergency, red alert emergency. You have got to look into this. And if you're denying this to yourself, and I, I, the problem, I I know the problem that they, that they're going to say from there. Corporate level is going to be, well, it's not what the OEMs want to do, and yada, yada, yada. You know what? Screw them. I know that's where we've had money from in the past, but uh, <clears throat> I'm just saying Lucas Oil and World Outlaws, you know, they're they're doing fine without quote-unquote OEMs. I mean, they have their chassis manufacturers, and, you know, if, Luke, if Chevy and Ford don't care anymore and Toyota don't care anymore, it's fine. We'll just get somebody to make race cars. We'll have race car brands. It's fine. I don't care. But we gotta do something different. It's just what we're doing's dumb, man. I've I watched clips this week. 
of you know pre. I've I've seen clips of lots of different errors here. I'm talking like pre COT, COT, and then you know like Gen six, full on Gen six cars. And I mean, when they have power, the Gen six cars are great. When they don't, they suck. Am I wrong? I mean, the only the only thing I think that can be done with these next gen cars, the only thing that I think you can do. To stick with the the next gen car, which I know you guys don't want to hear me say, it's the only thing you do to stick with the next gen car. But the only thing we can do to stick with the next gen car is give a thousand horsepower, twelve hundred horsepower, unlimited. I, you know, I mean, it's and they're gonna haul ass if they do that. You'll have to take downforce off these things. I mean, you give you give them a thousand horsepower, you're gonna. I know you're gonna see cars doing two hundred twenty in the corner at Michigan. I know. That's how much downforce they got. We're gonna have to get rid of some of it, but um, and some of these drivers are scared to drive that because they're still worried about getting hurt. Hell, Kyle Larson got run into at Talladega, and it knocked all of his passenger side door bars out. When did that become a part of racing? Get your door bars knocked out in the NASCAR Cup Series. I mean, I, it's a big problem. The car is the problem. I, you know, I know we don't want to go backwards, but we need to go backwards. I'm sorry. We've taken a wrong step here, and we're making the sport look like a joke. I'm to the point I, that I would rather watch the Xfinity Series. I would rather watch the Cars Tour. I would rather watch Modifieds. Because the Cup Series racing is just not... It's not what it used to be, man. It doesn't take the talent. You don't see these guys wheeling these cars. Growing up, the reason, it, I, you know, I've been known to say from time to time that Kyle Busch is the greatest race car handler of all time. Like, is when it comes to driver, which Kyle Larson now is clearly rivaling that now that he's in a decent ride and has had the ability to show it. But do y'all remember watching Kyle Busch save cars that were spinning out that he shouldn't have every weekend? Do you remember watching him drive on the ragged edge every weekend and be fast because of it? I remember it. I mean, <sighs> they hustle these cars, they spin out because of low-profile tires. There's no sidewall. There's no cushion. That's why the, that line on them is just spin out. It It's bad. You got to do something, guys. Got to do something, Okay. I'm off the rant. I've done it two weeks in a row. Two shows in a row, I guess. Yeah, I apologize, but it is what it is. They got to do something different. Um, all right, moving on. Alex Bowman gets hurt in a sprint car race this week. Uh, on Kyle Larson's on Kyle Larson's tour. Um, if I'm Hendrick Motorsports, I had a major meeting this week about what are drivers doing in their off time. With Chase Elliott getting hurt snowboarding, Alex Bowman getting hurt driving sprint cars. Um, not a good look. Not a good look to have backups in two out of your four cars if you're the top team in the garage. It's not. It's just not what you want. It's not something that we've done very often. Um, I don't know. I mean, I love dirt racing as much as the rest of them, but... You know, 
it's bad. If I if I'm the sponsors, what what I, I'm not thinking it's good if my driver's sitting out because he was racing at, at the sprint car track. Now for Ally, um, they are the sponsor of his dirt car as well, so that does help a little bit, I guess. Alex obviously has a very good relationship with Ally, and they're okay with it. But I mean, guys, what if Kyle Larson goes out next week and rolls one over at the next high limits race, gets hurt? What I mean, can you imagine if Kyle Larson or Byron gets hurt after you know Gordon and them came out and said we're going to let our guys do what they want to do with their time? I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It sucks. It's a big deal. Big deal. Um, got to consider what you got to consider limiting and what they're doing. But again, when I say that, if you're a driver. If you're a Kyle Larson and Rick Hendrick tells you, hey, listen, if you're going to run my cup car, um, you can't run sprint cars, you can't run dirt late models, you can't run trucks, you can't run Xfinity, you got to just run cup cars. <sighs> do you want to continue to run cup cars or do you want to go start your, take your sprint car tour that you just started with the fame that you have and do you want to go do that for the rest of your life? I understand they won't make the same amount of money doing that, um, but they can make a living. And they could be racing what they like to race. So, would anybody consider it? I think they might. I don't know that they would, but I think they might. Um, Hell, I would consider it if it was me. So, you know. I, uh, I don't know, man. It's... <clears throat> it's a bad place that they're in. Uh, over there at Hendrick. So, uh, tired seeing guys get hurt. You know, Alex is hit. That's a rough hit. You run sprint cars. That's what happens. I've said that for a long time, that sprint cars are more dangerous than late models. I'm not saying the guys can't get hurt in late models. Obviously, Chase Briscoe broke his hand in a late model, but uh, he's still racing. He had missed a lap. So, um, Alex walked away from that crash, and I thought things would be good, and then they come back. like, no, he fractured a vertebrae. He's out, and I get it. You don't want him racing out there hurt. And then hurt it worse later and then miss playoffs. So if he's any hurt now, you gotta let him sit now. Um like I said, it's just it's a weird position they're in with all that. So I don't know. Um other than that, dirt racing. Some more depressing news. <laughs> Lucas Oil got rained out again. Lucas Oil hasn't raced since February, whatever, eighteenth, sixteenth, something like that, back at East Bay. Haven't raced. I mean haven't tried really that hard they called a bunch of races because they couldn't get both their shows in um i don't know what they're doing i am uh i'm gonna make a bold prediction here lucas lucas oil dirt series is either gonna have to completely rebrand or they're going under um i think we're coming to that point where there's only room for one national late model tour. Um, if Lucas wants to do like a a six to ten weekend, something or another, maybe. Um, and that would be cool, by the way. If they did like their speed weeks plus like eight and did like a knockout thing the whole way through that to win money at Eldora at the end, that would be cool. Um, you know, do the speed weeks points for your seating and then kind of do like a knockout thing after that would be cool but I just 
I think there's too many cars to run two full tours. I think um, with how these TV deals are, I mean, I know it's not TV, but, you know, the streaming stuff, it's, to run two, it's a lot, man. I I don't know. I You know, I would rather watch every single, I, I would rather watch Word Outlaws or Lucas. It doesn't really matter which one. I would rather watch one with 40 cars every single race than two, and some of them have like 18 to 20. I mean, that's, I would, I'd just rather watch 40 cars all the time. Uh, I think have one national tour, have your big crown jewel events. I think that's the way to build a sport. I think have one big tour. You can have a secondary like a Lucas or something like that that, you know, <coughs> runs uh, big shows, for example. Um, you could have, you know, them run, you know, some crown jewel events or, you know, 100,000 to win, 200,000 to win, 300,000 to win races on weekends, you know, two-day, three-day shows. That's fine. Uh, but... I really think it's time. And the truth of the matter is, I think what needs to happen is Lucas really needs to call up Word Outlaws and say, listen, um, Lucas Oil from now on is going to sponsor the Word Outlaws late models. And we're going to call it the Lucas Oil World of Outlaw late model tour. And, and that's that's what I think we should do. I mean, it seems like a no-brainer to me. It would free up these guys to run that one t big tour. They'll all be there every race. You have huge car counts. You have huge crowds with these shows. Because these shows will be NASCAR Cup Series level talent in these fields. And, I mean, if you... It doesn't matter what track you take them to. I think you'll sell it out. I mean, I, I really... I think that's where you're at with it. I think you would sell the hell out of the streaming package. Um, I mean... You could go up on the streaming package from what it's at, you know. Honestly, if you did that, probably um, you can make a lot of money that way. I think that's the best option, and then that lets the regional guys that can't that that still have jobs and stuff that can't race full time. It lets them run those races, but then you can have those big regional events. You can have a hundred thousand dollar race at Bulls Gap. You can have a hundred thousand dollar race out somewhere in the Midwest. You have a hundred thousand dollar race down in Florida on the off weekends from the points thing and it's still a big show and it'll they'll sell that out too i mean i think that's the way to go i really do um so i've said it i want to see it the lucas oil the the world outlaws late models brought to you by lucas oil how about that that's that's what we want i mean lucas oil is an oil company sponsor a different late model series i think it'd be perfect but um don't know if it'll ever happen, but I think that's the dream plan in my mind uh, for the future. So that's kind of it. That for the uh, state of dirt racing. Um, other than that, I haven't got to go to any races. Um, I'm sitting here right now trying to watch Clarksville. Uh, they got a $10,000 win Ray Cook race up there. It says on flow currently that this event will resume shortly. This event was supposed to start like 30 minutes ago. I don't know what's going on with it. I'm refreshing my feed here to see what the deal is, but, um, it's hoping to watch that, I've got, um, uh, Fairberry, you've got Mars Tour, you got MLRA at, like, Ozark, or something like that, I don't know, some track I've never seen before they're at, and, uh, so I'm just kind of sitting back doing that, gonna get on the stream here with my buddy Big Drew, um, 
if you guys ever see me on there with him, be sure to jump on in and join that. Uh, I love getting on there, hanging out with him, talking about sports. We don't really talk about racing. We do more of the just general sports talk. But, um, you know, it's fun over there. And, um, anyways, that's all I've got this week, guys. Uh, be sure, like I said, to follow me on Twitter. Please follow me on Twitter at C Contemplations. Okay? Follow me on Twitter there. Follow me on TikTok at Casper943. Follow me on YouTube at Caution Flag Contemplations Podcast. Or at Caution Flag Contemplations. My goal with that is to start doing some video clips releasing them more on a somewhat more regular basis um recording those in the car recording those at you know sitting at the house whatever but where it only takes me like you know a few minutes at a time to do it instead of when i do these podcasts guys it takes me <clears throat> usually from the time that i hit the that i sit down in the chair to the time i hit the publish button and go to bed it's usually about three and a half hours uh, when I was putting out three shows a week, that's just too much. So I'm going to try to cut it back to one show, and I'm going to try to just talk about the highlights, the headlines, and the overall kind of week. And then um, I'm going to try to do my picks and all that stuff on Twitter so you guys can interact with me, make picks back with me, uh, tell me I'm an idiot, tell me that's a great pick. But please be sure to follow me there. Also, when you guys see my videos on YouTube, please share them. When you see my tweets, please hit the retweet button. I love a like, but a retweet will do me a lot. I need some help kind of getting some traction there. Um, and, you know, when you start seeing my videos and stuff on TikTok, please give them a like, give them a share. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we are going through a little bit of a transition with the podcast right now. Those of you that are my closest friends and family want to give me a call. And, you know, if you got any suggestions or anything, let me know. Um, I've just got to cut down on the amount of hours I'm putting into it because um, my wife and my son or more important than me getting to have a good time on the podcast. And um, I felt like I was really starting to get into the hours uh, when I needed to be daddy, not uh, not Casper the host. So I uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Really have enjoyed uh, the last, I guess, three or four months here, like really just cranking out a bunch of shows. And someday maybe in the future, I, if I could get back to doing it like that, I will. Um we can figure something out maybe if i can you know get a part-time job or I, I don't know it's just it is one of those things i just don't have the time to do all that every week but i really enjoyed it thank you guys for listening continue to listen like i said please give me a follow on twitter uh at c contemplations give me a follow on tiktok give me some shares give me some comments make your picks along with me for the race i'll try to start making picks you know kind of like on a daily basis for all the dirt stuff um i'll try to do my nascar picks we'll say friday by like five o'clock something like that so when you guys are getting off work that's a good time to look for me on there and uh you know see what i'm talking about and see if you like it or not okay um be sure to follow me in all those places appreciate y'all for listening like i said i wouldn't have ever made it this long without you all and uh appreciate you being there we will catch you on the next one see you on the socials thank y'all Just as a reminder, please give the show five stars. Give it a review wherever you're listening at. Uh, we are now found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, as well as Spotify. Um, if you can, please leave us any comments, reviews that you can. Uh, get in touch with us at our social. That'll be on Twitter, at C Contemplations. That'll be on Facebook, at Contemplation Podcast. 
on TikTok at Casper943. Please give us a follow. Please give us a shout. If you guys have any comments, questions, concerns about the show, that's where you can reach me. Thanks.